Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. And the Red Dragons are 1-0 after a victory here against the Howland Tigers, 35-14. Things were kind of quiet in the first half, 7-7, and then the fireworks began before the lightning started in that second half. Cut the game three minutes short, but nonetheless, the Red Dragons come out uh, victorious, 35-14, Coach Perry, rival game, big victory, front of the home fans. Uh, I'm sure you had to be excited that, one, the game was completed within the storm, and you guys came out, I think, relatively unscathed. You know last year was a quite of a, uh, a hectic situation in terms of keeping guys healthy, but let's uh, kind of discuss uh, week one. Uh, it, was, it was a typical week one uh, in some ways. Uh, we didn't uh... – uh, execute uh, quite the way we wanted to early, obviously, you know, uh, getting behind 7 nothing. Uh, but uh, as the game went on, I thought we settled in and, you know, scoring that touchdown right before uh, half with about eight seconds left in the half, that was huge because uh, we go into half down seven and, uh, you know, Allen has all the momentum, perhaps a little different. But uh, definitely things picked up for us there uh, in the second half. Uh, injury-wise, you know, we've already got some guys – uh, you know, nicked up, but, um, you know, they, they have that warrior mentality. I think all our kids are trying to fight through. Uh, that's just the nature of football. You're not going to go through a season where, you, where you're not going to have to deal with it. But uh, I like the attitude of the kids trying to work through it. Yeah, and that that touchdown right before the half. Uh, so you, you said that was the key momentum. So coming into the locker room here, uh, what was the atmosphere? So that kind of – would you say that kind of really did change the game? Well, I guess you never know, but, uh, you know, going in, I think at that point, you know, it, you know, hearing from the kids and the coaches echoing that as well is like, look, you know, they came here to play, which, again, credit to Howland on that front. Uh, as we said at halftime, like, hey, this is their rivalry game too. So we certainly got their best punch. I, th- I thought we survived it. And, uh, you know, always proud of our coaching staff, uh, I thought the adjustments we made at half, and you come right out in the second half and, and go right down the field and score, I, I think that, that speaks to what your coaches were able to do to adjust that. So uh, I was really happy with our staff there. And, uh, uh, you know, again, I thought we were pretty physical, which was is something we've really been harping on. So, uh, you know, of course, there's things to clean up. I was very proud of uh, the coaches and the players. Uh, anytime you can beat Howland, it's, it's big. Yeah, yeah. Any victory is big, but when it's against a rival, it's, it's, a, it's a little sweeter. Uh, and the, the, I don't know, you would, I assume you're going to know these statistics more than me. What, uh, over 300 rushing yards, 340, something like that? Yeah, I think we were like 360, maybe, okay. somewhere in that nature. I know Antoine was about 190. You know, Anthony gobbled up 85 on yeah, one run, so uh, that, that'll boost your average just a little bit. Uh, you know, and then a, a couple things, you know, like we threw a little rate on that uh, drive in the first half, uh, threw a little swing pass on, uh, I think it was about third and 21, and, you know, Joe Smith goes for like 16, 17 yards and puts you in a situation where you can go for it on fourth down. So sometimes it's those little hidden plays within the game, uh, that that you know can kind of kind of make a big difference. I thought that was one of them. So you know, really really happy with the guys up front. You know, you're always nervous about 
you know, breaking in a new line. But if you rush for 360 yards, you did something pretty good. Yeah, and you're playing that play. You know, the, the pass is done. The running game goes. Play action gets going, and you're able to uh, kind of lighten the box and, or, you know, heavy the box, I should say, and then other things can happen. Now, you talked about the playmakers. I mean, the, the Anthony Budak run, I didn't know the kid had the wills. The, the, I mean, he, he was separating at the end. It wasn't like they were closing in on him. Uh, that's something you've probably seen. I never know. Yeah, that's, I have never that's seen something we, you know, some of the media asked. I said, look, this kid, you know, <laughs> he, he goes to a lot of camps in the summer, you know, gets a lot of invitations. People want to see him throw. But the biggest surprise to me out of those camps were his 40 times, you know, and they're timing those kids on later, and he's running right around. Uh, low four eight, and oh, uh, he was slower than us now. Right? Yeah, I mean we are Coach Perry. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's working hard. These kids are working hard. The kind of coach catch me and Coach Perry. We were out just doing sprints. We were in the low, low, low fours, low four fours. Like well, I mean the last one you did was like four one four. I try not to. Yeah. I try not to look. Yeah, just, just, just compete against myself. You just know it's bad. <laughs> so, back to Mr. Bujak. <laughs> yeah, so you know we we've known you know. Going in this year, uh, put some of his own read stuff in there. We have some play, call plays, you know, to him. Uh, we ran him down toward the goal line, you know, uh, in, in the game because he's that, you know, he's a six four kid over 200 pounds. He, he's a load to bring down there. So he's adding that, that dimension to our offense, which uh, I really, again, I think it, it adds to with, uh, you know, obviously Antoine and Stevie and Joe Smith running the ball. Uh, and then some of our receivers, obviously, out wide, uh, you know, Josh, Jamari, Chris Roshar, uh, those guys. So, you know, we want to have as many weapons, many threats, keep people as honest as we can so that we can uh, sort of dictate where that ball's come. Now, I, then you've been here, uh, what, this six years? Six years. Yep. Um, skill-wise, is this some of the best skill time? I mean, Zach Lanner was a hell of a quarterback. We know him. And, I'm, and, and if I'm, I apologize if I can't reminisce all the names that were with that certain team. But uh, it just seems like there's a lot of guys, that, different guys that can get the ball in their hands on this particular squad that can take it to the house. Yeah, I think top to bottom, you know, for sure. I mean, you, you can always argue who was, the, you know, one yeah. guy better than one guy. But it, if you did look at the totality of it all, uh, you know, you put out that we could probably play, you know, five to six wide receivers and feel comfortable in the game. Uh, and then, you know, have probably – at least three guys that that if you had to hand them the ball, you'd be you'd be happy about it. So, uh, you know, you, you put all that together. I, I think from from an overall standpoint, yeah, this is probably the best skill we've had. And that Hallen running back was it number twenty? Is that the kid? They had a few okay. different kids. Who's the long kid running the? the I mean, he was a. Yeah, you know, but, but they like the guys just like sound like they, Belichick. We're on the Alliance. Yeah, we're on the Alliance. We're on to the Aviators. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I thought, you know, again, how, and I thought that, uh, you know, they were, they were working to play clock down and trying to keep the ball away from us, you know, they had, had a good game plan. And, and I thought, you know, fundamentally they were doing what they had to do. If you look at it, uh, we turned it over a few times. They didn't turn the ball over. Uh, there weren't a ton of penalties in the game, uh, you know, especially on their end, they had some five yarders and that, but not a ton. So, you know, if they continue to do that, that that'll serve them well. You know, going forward, and they're in the first year of their program. So, uh, you know, I, I talked to Coach Jones after the game. I actually went. You know, the game ended, and it's weird. There was no handshake or anything because of the lightning. Uh, so I walked over and uh, talked to him, you know, briefly and, and congratulated him because I thought, you know, he really had these kids ready to play. And uh, it's a long season, so 
you know, I'm sure they could take some positives out of that as well. Yeah, him being in his first year, you kind of think back to your first. I mean, you were a well-established coach prior to getting here, but just, just the, not the headache, but all the work that goes into trying to, to build the identification of your own program. You yeah, know? I mean, it kind of make you think of how where yeah. you're at and where he is. Well, I hadn't thought about you know that specifically, but you go back. If you remember, Bo, that was uh, that Gerard team. We played in week one with Mark Wade, and they ended up in the state championship uh, game that year. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, you just have to stay the course with what you believe in. You know, Coach Jones has been a head coach before. He's been a coordinator. So, you know, I I think he understands the the job he has there. Uh, There's no shortcuts in this game, you know. Uh, You know, for us specifically, we were coming off seven straight losses, so we were just super anxious to get out there and turn the tide. So, uh, like I said, there's no cheat code in in this this version of football, um, unless you're a video game in any version of football. So, uh, you know, that was – I would just say that I thought he did a good job, but, you know, good luck, Coach. (laughs) We're going to think about them again (laughs) for a while. There you go. There you go. And now you guys are off to Alliance to take on the Aviators. Uh, I think, and Janet, this is your program, but I thought when you guys went to Alliance a couple years ago and and won there, uh, I thought that was kind of the turning point of the program. I thought that really changed the identity of the team. And at that time, well, I know, you know, anyone who listens to the podcast, that particular team was, you know, if they got down early, they got out of sorts early. It was kind of a it's hard to get them to regroup. I thought that gave them a lot of confidence to kind of build off of. But now we're here, and you're going to back the line. Would you agree that was a signature? It was a, that was, was a signature. Yeah, that was that for sure. You know, that was. I don't think many people thought we were going to go there and, uh, you know, win that game for starters. You know, the quarterback was committed to YSU, and <laughs> and uh, you know they they had it going a little bit at that point. They had just beat Hubbard the week before, and. Uh, you know, I thought we went up there pretty much unfazed, and we had played Holland the week before that too, and that was a, that was a heck of a game out here. So a lot of similarities. You know, they're back in the same boat. Their quarterbacks committed to Oklahoma. Uh, you know, that's probably the biggest. You know, other than the kid that from Streetsboro that was committed to Ohio State as a D tackle, but this is probably the most high-profile QB that we faced here uh, since like a Mark Wade. You know, so. Uh, you know, that kid in, himself presents a, a tremendous challenge. But, you know, there are a lot of similarities to what you're talking about, which is, uh, you know, heading up there as an underdog. And uh, uh, I think our kids uh, are welcoming the challenge, and I think we'll be ready to go on Friday. Yeah, well, I hope you get the police escort coming over to Viaduct here uh, by uh, Miles Finest. And uh, as always, that was, uh, that was also one of the uh, good memories. Uh, I remember texting you and uh, – Texting the guys, and the, they said the you know the cruisers are out front leading the leading the guys home. Yeah, no doubt, and it, you know it's testament to the to the town and and what football means to them. Yeah, that was what's nice about uh, you know last Thursday is, uh, regardless of the outcome. I mean, for us in the room, really, you know, would have spoiled it. But uh, for people to come out and hear the band and 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 see the guys run through the tunnel and the stadium looking like it does, I mean that's. It's just a special time of the year in this area alone, but in Niles, I think it hits a little different. So, uh, uh, you know, ho- you know, like you said, hopefully uh, a, a nice bus ride home from Alliance. And uh, you're right, you know, if we do what we hope to do, I, I, I would see, imagine we'll see some red and blue lights meeting us at the Vidal, for sure. Excellent. And I, I, would, uh, I have to bring up, uh, while me and Coach are walking into the uh, room here, uh, he took me through the updated uh, weight room. 
looks fabulous. You have to be so proud. It's such a uh, these kids have to the kids that are first to see it. They don't know what it was like, but you you know just kind of take us through it. And for everybody involved, kudos. It looks magnificent. Yeah, it's you know we had uh, uh, the Bisker family was here, uh, you know taking in the game. We Rob being a, a Niles guy, and his son had played at Cleveland Heights, and his son's at Case Western Reserve right now, which is you know great mm-hmm. football school, a great school in yeah, general. Same, so yeah. He walked in, he's like, this is this is a lot better than our than our weight room we have at college. So. Um, you kind of have to see it to believe it. I think you would say that after walking in. And I've seen enough locker rooms, weight rooms, that where I, when I walked in, I was like, and the same theory, I'm like, this is on the level of some small, like that, that, what you have in that behind us there, about 100 feet, is no joke. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, they didn't, they didn't spare any expense. And what I love about it, it was a collaboration with the school and the frontliners and, uh, you know, um, the, the guy who really deserves a lot of credit is Kyle Leonard. Uh, you know, Kyle's obviously an assistant coach here, but uh, a lot of his own time, you know, sort of working as a project manager. And, and you know, you see that finished product, which is which was Stray Dog in their equipment, but all of the the cement work, the wiring, the painting, the lighting, I mean, that was all coordinated by Kyle and a lot of sweat equity. And, you know, even some of his guys from Imperial Green coming down to work and, you know, donated uh, some mirror down here and whatever. So, you know, he, he was the one that really took the reins there. But uh, just just a huge group effort. But the, the, the product is unbelievable. I really yeah. can't explain to people till they see it for themselves. Yeah, you know what? I'll go in there. I'll take some photos. I'll put it uh, I'll put it maybe in addition to uh, the update of the podcast instead of the typical thing. I'll, I'll shoot some photos of that. And, uh, Coach, um, player of the week, I mean, Antoine, 197, four TDs. Uh, Antoine, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good place to start. I, mean, I, <laughs> I would I mean, say, yeah, you know, for and, sure. And he'll probably have a lot more games. I hope he has a lot more games like that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it's just uh, – and I think, you know, we talked about Joe Smith being able – becoming uh, relevant last year due to the absence of Antoine when he got hurt. But now you kind of got two really talented kids. But Antoine kind of just seems to pick up where he leaves off and just just – just a very talented kid. Yeah, and I was happy for him. You know, he, he obviously had had injury issues last year and was able to get back, but at that point in time, the season had sort of gotten away from us. So, um, But, you know, the, the guys that really deserve a lot of credit, those guys blocking up front, and they take great pride when the backs go for big yards like that. So, again, 300-plus rushing yards. Uh, you know, that that means it wasn't all Antoine. There, there's a lot involved in that. And, uh, a big uh, – commitment on them to look at that film and say, hey, look, we, we still left a lot of stuff out there. So I don't think anyone's satisfied, but, uh, if you, you know, if we're looking at a player to game, I mean, I think even some local media outlets had Antoine as player of the week in the whole area. Yeah, well, uh, but, the, the Malutic live yeah. player of the week. So Yeah, and uh, like you said, hopefully more to come for him. And, uh, you know, again, we do want to spread that ball around a little bit more and uh, looking at some ways to get the ball in other guys' hands because, you know, teams, teams. You know, you're going to come in where you're going to say we're going to stop number four. We we realize that, and we got to be ready to, uh, you know, counter punch. So that's what we're going to work on today. And there you go. They're about to start practice here soon, but we're going to have our featured uh, Red Dragon Player of the Week. Uh, who are we going to speak to today, Coach? Uh, Carter. Uh, for the simple fact, uh, he's one of our team captains, and he was the first guy. He was actually taking out the trash. I was walking. It always makes me proud when I see him, uh, you know, doing things like that without the coach asking to. And so I say, Carter, you want to do the podcast? Uh, he's a very articulate kid. He, he's a, he's a, 
bit of a deep thinker, so I think you could have a lot of fun with him, but I think some of your uh, off-the-wall stuff, it might uh, might turn out really good. But, uh, again, Carter's a kid that, you know, when he was in ninth grade, he's always been tall, like a little baby giraffe, and uh, he's sort of grown into his body. He went from a skilled player uh, down to the line, you know, without complaining about it, and uh, has turned into a two-way starter. So you, you love when you see a, a kid really – uh, progress over a four-year period like he has. It, it it sets an example for everyone else in the program. Excellent stuff. Well, Coach Perry, this is where Coach Perry goes and gets our player. This is where I remind you guys that you can listen to these on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find this particular podcast as we talk to the Carter Waldron, Niles Red Dragon here, and he'll be coming up on the show as well. And this is uh, always our little break moment. And uh, we're trying to change it up this week. Uh, we're, we did this before practice. Usually we're later into the practice week, but uh, schedules conflict, so we wanted to make sure we get this podcast done early and we're not on the eve of uh, their second game when the McKinley Red Dragons travel to Alliance to take on the Aviators. And I believe they beat Uniontown last week, 12-7. to 7. Don't quote me on that. So you got two one no teams that will be facing off when these two teams go next week so a lot to discuss always with them and uh, kind of just getting things acclimated and no that's a good thing what's up how you doing carter good how are you i'm nice well uh welcome to the pro podcast uh and uh which coach perry said you were going to be the first of the red dragon to kick off the season so we thank you for your time and uh congratulations on your win uh here against the howland tigers uh Last season, I mean, it wasn't the season anybody wanted if you're rooting for this particular team. How satisfying was it to come out and get a good win and a big win? Oh, yeah, biggest win of the season. It was awesome. I was real hyped. Uh, yeah, that's the most important game to me because <laughs> obviously it's our rival. And, yeah. Nice. Now, I'm, I'm serious. Now, Coach said he called you a baby giraffe. He said you were always long and tall. And he said you kind of developed. He said you were a skilled kid, but you're an unselfish kid. And he said, and now you're one of the pinnacles or one of the key guys, both, you know, internally on that, you know, and and the inside stuff, both sides of the football. Can you just kind of talk about what it was like giving up the skilled side? And I got to ask, you still look like an athletic kid. Do you ever pepper coach in the staff that maybe there should be some trick plays where you get involved? Uh, No, because I know. I I, I got taken off the skill because I just couldn't catch the ball. (laughs) I wasn't fast. And uh, I'm much better on the line side of things. And, yeah, I think uh, I just try to lead the boys. Yeah. And you were a team captain, so congratulations. Thank you. Uh, That had to be uh, an honor. Uh, Why do you think you were voted team captain? What do you think? Uh, The way you carry yourself, the way you play, a little bit of both? Uh, I think more the way I carry myself, but, yeah, the way I play too. And, uh, yeah, I just try to bring everyone up on a bad day. Like yesterday it was real hot and we had a – Probably, I'd say, our worst practice yet with, like, effort and stuff. Okay. And uh, we just try to keep the energy up, keep everyone going. And then that's part of being a a leader and a captain of a football team. Uh, For you, football, always your favorite sport. And this this length and height that you have, um, was basketball something that you were like, hey, you know what, I'm going to be a basketball kid? I used to play basketball, not anymore. I wasn't too good at that either. (laughs) What a modest kid. I love it. (laughs) Uh, and it's not my sport, I guess. What's your sport? So football, football definitely. Definitely your sport. Yeah, I love it. 
uh, Coach Perry said uh, he, you were taking out the trash. He said uh, he'd love, he just you, you're that kid that does, does the little things. He said when he walks in, he goes, "Well, you know, you know, Carter is doing these things. You don't even have to ask him. He loves seeing it." Yeah, it was full. It's not a little bit when I got in here, so I thought it was that. <laughs> if you're at home, are you going to do it, or is this just here? Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's uh, I, I'll do it here. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent of the time at home, maybe like fifty. All right, so just so. Uh, the moms and dads out there, Carter. Carter's doing the trash here, but he may not necessarily do it at home. But nonetheless, uh, they might be proud of you doing it, not being told here than than being nagged to do it at home. Uh, so you 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 got a nice smile. You seem as a. When do you get nasty, dude? You, you looking at you, talking with you. It's hard to imagine that you're doing what you're doing against uh, you know other high level high school players like you guys did Friday night. When I hit the Thursday. field, that's when you get nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, got a. So 100%, especially in the games, obviously. Yeah. What motivates you? Like uh, music-wise? I mean, is anything that gets you pumped before again? Oh, I, I like listening to music for sure. But uh, just doing it with the bro, with my brothers out there, it's thrilled. It's, it's just so fun. Nah. Yeah. Who's, who's your closest teammate? Well, you could have more than one. Uh, I'll have your Chris Roshaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are part of the. Yeah. We do a lot of things outside of school together. And has it kind of been that since freshman year, or is that kind of something that's built over yeah. time? I'd say since freshman year. Yeah, that's excellent. Well, I think we met in eighth grade of football. Okay, so, and lo and behold, uh, time flies on. Huh? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, you guys are off to Alliance this week, and uh, I did not know this, but uh, Coach Perry says uh, the quarterback's uh, committed to Oklahoma. Yes, so uh, So I, that you're probably going to have your hands full as a team yeah. to just want, you know, shut him down, but also uh, allow your offense to flow because there's some talented kids on this team as well. I've heard a couple of people say it's probably going to be our toughest game, but uh, I think we got them. There's, the coaches are saying the line's looking pretty big, but I watch film and looks like we can handle them. Yeah. There's, there's, having a, you know, you, you know, you know, saying, hey, this kid's going to Oklahoma. It just, does it, it does it, it, you want to win every game. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, look at me. I mean, you're, you know, I'm half your size. I mean, for you to beat me in a block probably really wouldn't mean a lot to you. But if you beat a kid that's 302 pounds and get around him and make a big play, that's more satisfying. Yeah. Kind of so going after a kid, or not just going, on, going after, but being able to take mm-hmm. down a team with a, with a kid that should be pretty talented would be. Besides the victory, a little bit, Casey. Yeah, I guess you keep taking the ID that you seem to. Yes, sir. Awesome. Definitely going to be a fun game. Yeah, definitely. And remember, folks, uh, this uh, Friday, uh, Niles heading to Alliance. So if you can make it, make sure you get up there. And uh, that's a nice facility as well. I believe they play at, uh, <sighs> what's the school? They play at the Mount Union. Mount Union, yeah. Yeah, they play at Mount Union. So it's a nice facility. Uh, the Don Caper Stadium or uh, whatever, the uh, old Carolina head coach, defensive coordinator there in the National Football League. Well, Carter, uh, we always like to have some fun with you guys before we wrap it up. They call, we call it three and out. Um, you ready to take a shot with us? Sure. All right. Uh, who's the fastest red dragon? Um, I'd say Josh McCoy. Josh McCoy? And that's probably a hands down, huh? Thing. I was just saying, uh, are there, who's going who's gonna to question it? Who's, who, who, who else thinks they're fast, I guess, that are like, oh, I'm faster than Jazz? Nate Coots will definitely try to say he is. <laughs> okay. But uh, definitely not. And uh, Antoine might challenge for sure. And uh, Chris. Okay. Those two. Do you have a staple saying, if you make a big hit or you get a good block, do you have a staple saying that you say to your opponent? No, not at all. I, I don't even talk to him sometimes. <laughs> just focused up. 
I love it. I, I don't think I said a, more than five words during Halloween. No. And uh, I, I, I kind of have to I, – I hate being on the bandwagon, but it just seems like a fun thing, and, and I've seen so many NFL guys do it. And uh, But uh, Taylor Swift, she's obviously the rage around the world. Uh, um, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh, I'm not, I'm not Swifty myself. I don't even think if I, I don't even think I know a Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. The title of it, I can definitely sing a few. You want to sing one or no? <laughs> no, off the top of my head. Fair enough. That, I, yeah, that's a lot to do. I, I wouldn't sing it either. If it was on the radio, I could. Yeah. I could do it. You know, I, I, I'm with you. I, I don't know. I could probably sing most of them, but to actually say, uh, yeah, you know, like uh, I could. Yeah, I could, I, or even if I did say what the name of the song was, it wouldn't be even close to what the song title was. Let's <laughs> say if the song was like, I'm in love with you, the song would be called Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Cargo, listen, a pleasure meeting you. So thank you for joining us so we could bring you uh, into, you know, let this dragon audience uh, learn a little bit more about one of the young men carrying this team, team captain, Carter Waldron. And as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive.